Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. This week I'm talking to longtime supporter Dan Taylor and goalkeeper Jamie Butler. But first of all, this is called Her Favourite Song and it's by Adonai. said that I would play her, her favourite song I said that I would be there when she found out that you were gone I know the only starlight and a kiss from a god could make this better Cause you said forever Whoa. Night dreams turning into day That I was perfect It's cause she only ever saw me on a good day She said it wasn't possible To feel alive when she's burning in the worst way And now a smoky dim lip bar Is more appealing than a foreign car I can't make this better Cause you said forever Whoa. Oh, 
to wipe away her tears And all that I can do is play her favorite song Cause now the melody, it means so much more to me Oh, oh. and now that you're gone with the single her favorite song for more information please follow her on facebook which is at adnay.music or you'll find more information on www.suttonpodcast.co.uk and the featured artist section now it's time for my first guest and joining me now is editor-in-chief i guess of gandamonium dan taz taylor hi dan how are you i'm good mate how are you i'm very well thank you very much so a lot of people obviously know you and some people wouldn't so if you give us a, a, a second or so to tell us a bit about yourself who are you well, just to something you like to pull, like yourself, been watching since sort of early mid 80s. So just started in about 283 ish, and then just steadily built up. My godfather introduced me to, to the club. Um, and yeah, just been pretty much going ever since. Uh, you know, obviously with that team in the 80s, it was quite a special side. So that, that perfect to get uh, impressionable youngsters like myself hooked. Um, but yeah, we've been going ever since. Um, in, back in the 90s, late 90s, I started a, well, what they call them now is blogs, but uh, it, they weren't called blogs then. I forget what they were. They were probably just websites um, called Gandamonium, which was just, you know, uh, silly, general silliness and sort of slightly alternative match reports and things like that, following the, following the team all over uh, the length and breadth of, uh, well, as it was the southeast of England. Well, yeah, you mentioned this alternative match pause. It's kind of morphed into um, the story around the match rather than the actual match. I, I believe you had a quote on there, which is you're going to use as the byline of the book when you put it together of a little bit of football sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 where, when it first started out, and it was pretty much just me doing it with the odd help occasionally. Um, yeah, it was mainly sort of uh, slightly alternative match reports with a bit of the... the Especially away days with a bit of the, you know, the silliness and boozing thrown in. Because, um, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a sports journalist, but that didn't happen. So this was kind of my frustrated journalism side coming out. But yeah, as, as time went on, it you know became blatantly obvious that no one really gave a toss about the football. 
<laughs> people, you know, if people wanted to read about the game, they'd go to the official, you know, once the club got its official website up and was regularly putting reports up, people didn't really want to know too much about the football. It was more what idiots, you know, people like me and uh, the, the fools I surround myself with uh, were getting up to uh, on away days and around games. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's more about the, the stupidity than the football now. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what's that's what's got you the followers and everything on there, and it, it is a really good read. Um, I think I said to Duke, it's probably something you'd read on the way to or from work, not quite safe for work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those ones. Or if, if, if you're going to read it at work, probably best at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for those who don't know, it's uh, Gandamonium.com, isn't it? Sorry, I've... that's correct. Yeah, yeah, lovely, and at Twitter, um, at Gandamonium, which. Obviously, correct, you're, yeah. very, you're very, very, um, oh, what's the word? Not, not, I don't want to say keen, but you're very active on Twitter. Prolific, yes. I think. Yes. Might be a good yeah. Word. And you mentioned sports journalism. I I, I did read you're uh, now press accredited, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, well, we've got the Kanifa, this, uh, the Kanifa World Cup coming to London this summer. And um, obviously, Gander Green Lane's hosting a couple of, couple of the games, a couple of the group games, and a couple of the, um, the quarterfinals, uh, we, we were kind of, I was kind of involved in that because through, through sort of a roundabout way, the guy who's uh, organising a, a lot of the fixtures um, wrote a book, uh, which I read and we reviewed on Gandamonium and we got chatting on Twitter and um, we ended up passing all the details on on how they could talk to Sutton about getting games on there. So, um, so yeah, this Kanifa tournament's coming around. We thought, oh, we'll have a bit of that. We'll, we'll sort of do some reports on it. Gives us something to do over the summer. And uh, yeah, for a laugh, we applied for a press accreditation through Kanifa. And um, for some bizarre reason, they've given it to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't collected it yet, so I don't know if yeah, it's be... still in the case or not. Yeah. I won't believe it until they've actually handed us the uh, little pass on a lanyard. It's more the lanyard we want. <laughs> You're expecting them you turn up and then go give it the lol bounce. We're not giving it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, mentioning use of the pitch news this week um obviously we were all slightly worried at some stage on some different levels of what the big plan was and it has now been revealed the big plan is to have a hybrid pitch um got a little bit confused obviously it's not full details it's only does saying his pennies yeah, worth yeah, um, but it's um a hybrid pitch on the main ground and then i wasn't sure if he was talking about a hybrid on the collingwood or it must be a 3g on collingwood yeah i, I mean because I was talking to someone, uh, Tony Henderson Smith, who's heavily involved in the community side a couple of home games ago, and he was he was talking about it. Um, and he was sort of, I'm saying to him, well, you know, if we can get the Deso hybrid pitches in, which is a third plastic anyway. Um, and he said, well, yeah, they're great, but the usage on them's nothing like uh, the, the, the 3G is. I think he said we get we get absolute top wax sort of about 38 hours a week out of a Deso pitch. Whereas 3G at the moment's up near 80. So it's like less than half. So you, you, you're instantly going to bin things like, you know, you, a lot of your academy are going to find somewhere else to play. No Sutton Common Rovers, no Wimbledon ladies, their own ladies, all the kids. So, yeah, it's... Uh, so I would assume that if we're going to do that, that would be a plan to put a 3G in the rep, maybe, so that we can still do the community stuff. Yeah, I, I had a sneaky suspicion of it turned out to be wrong that we were going to try and do some for our weight behind some common rovers getting their pitch um of their 3g that they wanted and obviously have been some deal that we were going to use it but this actually looks mm. even better for our point of view that um we get some use in the wreck 
I just hope the um, delightful kids of some treat it as it as it should be, and it's nice that's, and secure. That's, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's got to, it's going to have to be enclosed in it as well. So you're probably going to have a bit of a battle maybe with the locals about effectively nicking a bit of the wreck for for you for our purposes. But then again, I mean, we pay for all the pitches out there at the moment, so there's pluses and minuses. They, they, yeah. They're getting a good club, and it's not. Well, I suppose they must be annoyed with the floodlights now every night, actually, thinking about it. It used to be once every now and then. Now it's every single night yeah. uh, there's games on the pitch. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose though, I mean, the other the other thing is the wreck goes back to where it was. Where it was just all kids in there sniffing glue and it's a toilet for dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What I was also going to mention is obviously over the years, um, like myself, you, you're sporting a bit longer than me. The crowds, we've obviously now got much, much bigger crowds than we've had for yeah. any length of time, which it, it, there's obviously good and bad. Sometimes with the, all the extra attention, you do kind of long almost for the old days. I think I said that to you guys before. I think it was around the Arsenal match and we were getting all sorts of grief for all sorts of reasons. It's like, <laughs> I, I do miss the Ryman sometimes when, you, <laughs> when we, we only had a few people turning up. And my little bank, as I refer to it when I'm standing on the terrace, when I look yeah. around now and I'm seeing like 100 odd people and I think, hang on, this is my bit, go away. <laughs> This is my private idea. Huh? Um, so, what what are your thoughts on the on the bigger crowds? It must be it's difficult, obviously, in the bar with more people there. Yeah, I was going to say the, <laughs> the most thing we know is getting a drink before the, before and after the game. Bloody nightmare. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean, by and large, um, I thought my my real concern was, I mean, the cheap season tickets is a great idea. Um, I, I mean, we've had so many clubs mock that sort of. Uh, make snide comments about it and then there's about four of them who are doing it Woking being the main ones who've suddenly decided that oh 99 for quid season tickets they're a brilliant idea so yeah it's um, it's a good idea it's, it, it's, the thing is with our level of football even though it's not league it's still a bit too pricey it's 15 quid to get in in the current climate you know if you're an adult and you're taking two kids along it's going to cost you sort of 40 quid to get in so it's you just need to make it as cheap and affordable as possible for people, and they'll come down. And what with the 3G pitch and all the kids' teams are based there now, you can, you know, surround it with that as well. Um, I thought we'd attract a bit more of a, a slightly more, um, to say, nickel element from, you know, making it cheap and, re- you know, for people yeah. to come along. But we seem to have uh, avoided that. Yeah. That was my only real concern. We've, you know, most, you know, the, the locals have picked up on it brilliantly and it's I mean what we got I think Age was telling me last home game we had a, got over sixteen hundred seat ticket holders now, which is just bloody dark. I think it was four years ago, three hundred or four hundred or something. I, I certainly picked up on the season ticket when the offer came because I hadn't really ever thought about it before. And I went to I don't know, most I'd say most home games, not all home games. And for me, it's had more of the opposite effect, where people are saying that, oh, well, hang on, you only have to go to a certain amount of games to make it worthwhile. For me, and I'm sure others, it's, well, actually, I've got a season ticket, so I may as well go anyway. Well, yeah, um, I mean, so... you know, I mean, we always use the, you only need to go to so many games. If anyone ever, we're out and out and about in Sutton and people are talking about it, we always use that as a selling point. Look, you know, it's 100 or so quid. It's 15 quid to get them on a day. You only need to go to 10, 11 games, 23 home games. And it's paid for itself. You know, you only have to go to the Saturday games or, you know, whatever. But it, it's one of them things, like you say, you, you, if you've paid 99 quid or whatever it is for the ticket, you, you probably set out with that mindset of, oh, I only need to do 10. But, you know, if you if you end up going to a few at the start, it, it is. It's habit forming. That's that's what it's about. It's you, you hook people and they go down and they can watch a reasonable stand of football. 
they can go and have a beer afterwards and it's not, you know, cost them an arm and a leg. You know, it's a, if it's, you know, they live in Sutton itself and they can walk to the ground in 10, 15 minutes from the town centre. That's, if you, if you make it easy and really cheap, then yeah, it becomes habit forming and people just keep coming back. For someone who might have bought a ticket for 100 quid and gone, oh, I'll go and see 8, 10 games and it'll be fine, they might end up seeing all the home games. Well, guy I spoke to last week, Craig, pretty much that situation. He was a new season ticket holder. He actually found me from your shout out for, for, um, for on, on on Twitter, and he he said, <laughs> "I wish we got commission." <laughs> he said, he, the "Sheffield Wednesday fan he used to live up there. He's in London, obviously doesn't get up there very often. Came along and he bought a season ticket. I think at Christmas, the half season ticket, and he's now said, yeah, yeah. definitely buy him one for next season.' So he's he's been sucked in." And obviously, yeah, that, that's what happens, as you know yourself, from the 80s team as well. You just get drawn in. I mean, yeah, we've, we've, we've been lucky with, we've had a bit of a perfect storm with, you know, the, the team going on that, you know, the season after we started that season deal, we went, went and won the, the Conference South with that amazing run at the end of the season. Uh, then we had the cup run last year, which is, was just unbelievable exposure. And also being quite decent as well in the league. Uh, and it's, like I say, it's, it's fifth-tier football. It's not... You know, you're not watching El Clasico every week, but it's it's a decent standard of football. And this year, we've we've not been out of the top five all season, so people see it as good value for money. So they're going to keep coming back. Absolutely. And on the season tickets again, there was a few murmurs that we were taking fans from smaller clubs mm. because our deal was so good. It's like I've said to a few of them, I said, well, actually, that is absolutely not the target. The target is people who may have a season ticket at Chelsea, Arsenal, or any any of the big clubs on the weeks they're not going to there to come along to our one. Again, I mean, yeah, that's that's another market, sort of another sort of group of people that it can be aimed at. That someone who's got a season ticket at Chelsea, I mean, they've got God knows what they are now. They're probably about six, probably about six, seven hundred quid for an adult, easy. I mean, for someone like that, if you've got that level of disposable income, what's another ninety-nine quid? And you can go and see twice as much football. Well, it's also, I, I don't watch a huge amount of Premier League games. I have to admit, I'm not that like, overly interested in it. But it's the the effort, and and you can just see that actually, you know, you are trying. You, you we. Hmm. Yes, in the in the 90s, there was a period of time where I think it's well known to most people, there was a period of you came away from games thinking, why? Why did I watch that? But now, it's like, you know, they are trying. Even last week when it was a, a shocking game, I think everyone has missed it. I spoke to Jamie a couple of days ago, uh, Jamie Butler, and he, he said it was there was a lot of shouting and screaming in the changing room afterwards. But they're very rare now. You, you can't yeah. say there's many games where you thought, hmm, they just weren't at it today. No, no, I mean, it's, it's I mean... I mean, we came away from Saturday and we were talking. I, I genuinely sat in the boozer afterwards and couldn't think of a. I, I, well, I said probably our most lackluster performance for about three or four years, which is ridiculous when you think about it. You know, yeah. I mean that that's also testament of the how far we've come as a club. But yeah, I mean it's. I mean, yeah, it's 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 yeah, if you give someone a standard of football, and the thing is as well, they can see the good thing about this side is they always stay in games, always st- generally always still in a game when it comes to the final whistle. And yeah. I think people can see that. If people can see that, then they think, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting my money's worth. It's entertaining, you know. Definitely entertaining. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> even the game Solihull a couple of weeks ago, where where Doss was saying oh, it it wasn't very exciting. I was like, mm. oh, hang on. It, there might not have been great football on show, but if you were a neutral, that was exciting enough to to, to be hanging on on, on that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, if, if you if you popped in just to see that one game, all right, yeah, you might not have thought the standard probably, was great. You wouldn't think the standard, yeah, of 
of controversial was great, but there was enough going on. I mean, Tombo's goal was, was an absolute worldie, and there was just loads of narky housing going on all over yeah. the park. You know, there was you know they were they were a bit of a narky bunch. We we had a little bit of a go as well, and so yeah, there was if you're into football and you know you don't mind a bit of the a bit of the to and throwing, then yeah, I mean it was it wasn't a great game advert for, for the league, but yeah, it was a, a sort of a, a game that held the attention, shall we say? Yeah. But it's what we really need to now do is just yeah. get through the games. Yeah. And unfortunately, against Maidstone, that didn't quite happen. Um, yeah, we've, we've, we've been, we have been grinding points out recently with without hitting really a level that I think we've been at up to, certainly up to up through just through Christmas. So, but yeah, we, we just need to kick on and go again. Absolutely. Yeah. Go again starts, well, talk briefly against Maidstone, about Maidstone, sorry. After doing us on Saturday, they did us a bit of a favour last night. Um, yeah. 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 I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I came away from Maidstone on Saturday thinking, got Mac on Wednesday. Mac will stick to us because they, they weren't great. They weren't a great side. You know, they, they, fair play to them, they had a go, but you could see that why they'd been on run been on lately. Um, and I thought, Mac will stick two or three on them. They'll get their three points. They'll be five in front again, and that'll be it all over. But it, I guess them picking up them two wins back-to-back gave them a bit more confidence. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, from what I understand, they, they, were, they were good value for the draw. And uh, sort of uh, with a little Sutton touch there, as well, Ross Lafayette getting equalised. I was going to say, has he scored a better, a more important goal for Sutton? Um. <laughs> Not in our team at all. But so we're now uh, level on games, um, eight games left each, and I think they're three points ahead. But our goal difference is better, I think, by five. I think, yeah, off the top of my head. But our running, there are a few games that sort of flagging up for me to go. That's going to be a difficult one. Yeah, I've, I've, I have to be honest. I've not really looked at the runnings. Um, I made that mistake after. <laughs> Uh, the Torquay game I said in one of the blogs you know normally I only look a game or two ahead just so I know what I'm doing for the next couple of weeks um, I don't really get too much into you know sequences and fixtures and things yeah. like that I've never really done it I made the mistake of having a look at the fixture list saw that we had like six or seven games against teams in the bottom half and as I said at the time it's like the hope that kills you yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wish I hadn't have done that <laughs> uh, yeah I know we've, we've got a couple we've got two or three I mean we've got Maidenhead coming up we've got not a great record there I think we've, we've got, got all up to Halifax yeah we've got Files um, well Files going to be a bloody hard one because they're a funny side they, they, they didn't look much at our place but they've whacked some some, some Leading lights up there this year. I mean, yeah. five on five on Tranmere, six on Macclesfield, and seven on Aldershot. Yeah. So we've also got Ibsfleet, who are obviously uh, yeah another, <laughs> another 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 team who aren't in bad form at the minute, and it's another place to go. That we've just got a crap record. Yeah, Romley, um, who are yeah going to do everything they can to make sure we don't get anywhere. And mm. last game against Aldershot. Mm. So yeah. of, of the eight, there's four definite difficult ones, and as you say, um, Halifax is a long trip. Maidenhead. We struggle against. It could be just Chester, and <laughs> hopefully we do something against Chester on Saturday. Yeah, I mean they they've been in the bottom sort of three or four all year, and when we were up there start of the season, still probably just about the worst side I've seen this year. So they don't seem to have improved much. So I would hope that we could at least keep the pressure on and get three points there. Yeah, worth. I think Maxwell they're not playing this week. Uh, they're playing Tuesday. I thought Tuesday yeah, or Wednesday. they do play Gateshead on Saturday, but obviously they're in the trophy semi. Yeah, so, so we could so be yeah, top. They, so yeah, we could go top. 
Um, we just suits us because then if they play on the Tuesday and win, we won't be top going into the following fixture, which is a good thing for us because every time we've gone top this year, we did up. And isn't that an odd thing to say? Every time we've gone top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, in, in September I mean, and October, it was funny. It was, ha-ha, we're top of the league. What's wrong with you lot? As it's yeah, coming through to the end of the season, it's like, hang on, this, this isn't right. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, there's a couple of messages went round because we have our little WhatsApp group that we arrange all all our lot for the travel away games and things like that and I think the first message that come up someone put up uh, Maidstone one up against Mac and uh, just the response was just wibble from someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's... we should remain, remain nameless um, because it's like oh god here we go we, we thought we'd, we thought we'd probably cocked it up on Saturday but no no, no we're still back in no it's... no one wants to win this division no, no one wants to go on and grab it by the throat and just take it and it's it's really strange it is very strange and for me i'm i'm loving it don't don't get me wrong in any way shape or form but i'm struggling with the idea we could be in the football league that is, yeah, is that's, it's, it's, it's one of them concepts that because that's the thing we've always been a really properly non-league side we've never had these delusions of grandeur that a lot of sides have had we've never had a five-year plan to be a football league side or any of that and we've always just admitted, yeah, we just want to be at the highest level of the non-league game we can be at. You know, we've never spun loads of money to go chasing this silly dream. So for us to be kind of second, three points of the lead with eight to go is kind of, right, we should probably have a think about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but it kind of defines a lot of us that we're non-league fans. We are. Mm. We support a non-league club. And then suddenly we're like, well, yeah. no, we're not. I mean, I've, 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 always, I mean I've, I've always sort of seen myself... Um, or, I'm a football fan, just that's the level. I'm a Sutton supporter, I don't really follow anyone else. That's, you know, that's the level my team play at. So, yeah, I get all the non-league stuff, but it is a, it's a lot closer and it's a bit more friendly, than, obviously, than once you get into that kind of football league setup. But, yeah, I've always caught, thought of myself as a football fan and that's just the level we play at. So, but yeah, we've always been a non-league club and it's, um, it's a bit of an odd... The, the excitement level from the... Conference South Championship season isn't quite there because it was just that was just ahead of steam and you could see oh, it coming. Also, as you got to this, well, as you got to this point in the season, you were kind of yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we've got momentum. We're gonna, we're gonna, we could nick this. Whereas at the moment, it's kind of and we thought, yeah, we want to be at that level. Now it's kind of oh, weak. <laughs> Nobody thought about it. Yeah. Well, this Conference South season, I think a lot of it was we were just enjoying it, thinking, oh, they're blowing up. <laughs> Not sure a lot of people really thought we actually could do it until very quite late, as you say, around this time. We're like, hang on a minute, yeah. this because as we were drawing them in, drawing them in, it was just funny. It was like, oh, look, they're losing points. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hang on, they're losing <laughs> more points. Um, <laughs> yeah, you had, you had basically an virtually an entire league backing you that time, yeah, because everyone would see absolutely blow up, yeah. So, uh, and the whole so yeah, that, that thing, and we kind of just got in on the, the sort of the fun of it all and just tried to enjoy the ride. The senior Las Vegas was, uh, yeah. was very fun as well. <laughs> But yeah, this is this is a bit more, uh, a bit more serious. Yeah, and it's, it's a little bit more big boy stuff. Yeah, so. absolutely. A bit jealous, jealous of the uh, younger fans because obviously they've they've only really known this success. Yeah, it's, um, uh... they're in for a shock, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a bit of a again, not being too deep or serious, but. Uh, a few years ago, a bit of a passing the baton moment where um, you you guys were the sort of noisy lot who made all the chanting, mm. and it was there was a nice little picture of of the Conference South sign saying champions, and you sort of displaying the youth. It was almost a case of yeah, over to you boys now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like that. It's uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I enjoyed seeing someone making a bit of noise at football and all the rest of it, but um, 
yeah, it's uh, I, I, I still join in away from home, but yeah, at home it's just I just want to have a couple of pints, watch a game, and have a bit of a laugh. So yeah, absolutely. And on the the, the youth, I don't know, I'm sure you saw. I've been sort of saying a bit jealous of all the stuff they can see because when I first started supporting Sutton, if you didn't go to the game, you had to call club call or scour the papers the next day to try and find the result. And they've also yeah. got this social media, but there is a downside of the social media of sign gate. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I didn't have him watching that. <laughs> This 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 week, which is, I mean, to to be really honest, the the guys, the Maidstone guys, um, they've got an equally, shall we say, uh, slightly silly. <laughs> yeah, they 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 try and take uh, try and do it with a bit of a bit of tongue in cheek as well. So they yeah they've been giving giving them a bit of stick. They obviously uh, shall we say liberated that sign. <laughs> but I saw the, saw the picture on Twitter today that you know it looked it looked good as new. It's back back where it went, <laughs> back where it started from. You'd never know. But it but just then, made me think. <laughs> Thank God we didn't have that because some of the things that I did, if they were there forever on social media, I, I would never leave the house. To be really honest, yeah, same thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, but then again, I can't talk about stealing signs because we borrowed the championship one. <laughs> yes, um, no. After the party, which, uh, but then again, yeah, we brought it back. We yeah, bring it back. did the same thing. You just didn't have to go out to Maidstone. No, no, but we did have to. We did have to walk from the top end of Sutton and very hungover on a Sunday and take that back. So uh, swings and roundabouts. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to leave it there. Um, thank you very much. I will see you on Saturday and hopefully last little three points. And yeah, yeah um, hopefully people will keep me a little berth with my little my little bank now. Now, now I'm getting famous. They'll, they'll leave me standing there on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we've learned with Gandamonium, just name check people. They love that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 I've named Josh, my nephew, a couple of times and he's delighted. <laughs> so, just done it again, Josh. Hi, Josh. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Dan. I'll speak to you again soon, mate. All right, mate. Right. Have a good evening. See you tomorrow. You know, you just give someone a name check in the blog. They do. They've got to come and find you the week afterwards. She's pal. It's brilliant. That was good fun, Matt. Yeah, never name check me, though. Your name. Never name check me. You never asked. Yeah, I did. I said I got out of the car. I can't remember what we were doing. I got out of the car just as Dundo scored a goal once. It was literally, I got out, stepped out of the car at home, heard this massive cheer, and I was like, that's me that's done that. <laughs> and you're like, nah, not having it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm on duty for tomorrow anyway, so well, there you, you go. You'll get a name. You, you might now. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to link this because, you know, we, we do that as well. We link loads of other little Yeah. No, I'm not people are fine, so I'll see. We'll stick it on. I had to create a whole podcast just to get a name check. Well, you see? know, some, some people we make some people work hard. The enough. effort I had to go to. <laughs> some, some people buy us a beer. Some people just ask. Some people have to record a podcast. You know, we, keep, we like to keep people guessing. International broadcaster, hang on, you've got to remember, people in Australia, <laughs> people in America and Ireland have listened to this, yes. <laughs> so therefore, that's international. Yeah, people in the States read ours and God knows. Yeah, I know. That, that gooner's in the USA fella. He loves it, doesn't he? Mike, Mike's, yeah, he's a nice, he's nice fella. He was over for the, uh, yeah, the I, Viking I, game. I didn't, so. I didn't really, I, I kind of knew he was coming over and it kind of went out of my mind. Um, then I kind of saw Wayne there and I thought, oh, hang on, that's a bit odd. He's sort of standing in, in the background of the crowd. Um, he, he did start leading off a chant of, we, we love you, Doswell, we do, which I thought was... <laughs> a nice little moment um, and then it was only after I left that I saw the Gooners in the USA guy doing it and I was like oh shit I forgot you were there <laughs> so yeah. I didn't see him so yeah but yeah that was one of the podcasts we did last year yeah. so yeah every, every time he comes to London now he always tries to yeah. he came to the Lincoln, he came to the Lincoln game last year and obviously you know we got him pissed and he had a great time great laugh and we got the 
last minute goal, and it was all you know quite exciting. And you sent him to Cricklewood. Next, yeah, next time, yeah, and he got pissed, fell asleep on the train, and uh, woke up in Cricklewood. So for him, that was just a legendary. <laughs> that was a Tuesday night. He was like, because he was saying again next Tuesday, he said, "Christ, he said, I wouldn't want to spend the whole day with you." Like, he said, "Kill me." Yeah, we didn't so, work. Yeah, he, uh, he 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 loves it. So whenever he comes to to London now to watch Arsenal, he, he comes over once or twice a year. Oh, um, he tries to tries tries to squeeze in a visit to go in the green. He needs to do an away day with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to tell him next time. Uh, yeah. Survive, survive the ordeal. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, dude. I'll see you tomorrow, Saturday. Yes, mate. I'll right. see you Saturday. See you later. Have a good night. Thank you very much for that, Dan. I'm a bit surprised you didn't try and push your truly authentic threads uh, from the Gandalfian website, but if anyone is interested in some quality tact, I will link to it in the blog post. Now, here's a Scar group whose hometown is Bromley. They're called the Jewelers. There's no looking back for me this time I've lost everything I've ever wanted Need to fight off this trouble and I break out the bubble that I'm in I've been running away from myself Running away from myself You are the only one who Save me You stop me like a red light While I'm speeding in the fast lane And I can't hold on It's too late to turn around You stop me like a red light While I'm speeding in the fast lane And I can't hold on It's too late to turn around I say Got tired of waiting Now I see heaven every day When I look into your eyes I never thought I'd ever find you My diamond in the rough I can never have enough of you Now I've only got you on my mind Only got you on my mind I've left all my troubles and woes behind me You stop me like a red light While I'm speeding in the fast lane And I can't hold on It's too late to turn around You stop me like a red light While I'm speeding in the fast lane And I can't hold on It's too late to turn around, I see
turn around, you'd stop me like a red light. That was Red Light by The Jewelers. Their website is www.thejewelers.com or their Facebook page is at The Jewelers. I think it's time for another guest. Okay, now joining me is our goalkeeper, Jamie Butler. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Good evening. Yeah, I'm well. Thank you, Mike. How are you? Oh, very well. Thank you. So you joined us at the start of the season on a on a short contract and you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was sort of a, a bit of a random one at the start of... Uh, at the start of the season, initially, uh, I spoke with with Seb, the goalkeeping coach, um, and just sort of while I was in between deciding who I was going to sign for, he, uh, he we were speaking and I did a couple of sessions with him in pre-season and he said, do you fancy coming down and playing 45 minutes against Coventry? And I said, yeah, I'll come down, do it. Um, played the gap, played 45 minutes of the game, done okay. Um and then it was sort of from there, just thanks for coming down, thanks for playing, uh, sort of speak to you some point soon. And I wasn't expecting to to train or anything like that. And then sort of got a call about maybe a week, 10 days later. And he was just, he just said, that, um, look, uh, Ross has got injured. Um, would you fancy coming down to play against, I think it was Dartford? Um, I said, yeah, look, I, I haven't committed to signing for anyone yet. So um, I said, yeah, yeah, I'd love to come down and play. Um and sort of, yeah, went down to the Dartford game, played then, um, done okay in the game. Uh, just sort of, obviously, I knew uh, Gaffer from a little bit from before, just from playing against each other and stuff. And and he said, look, we don't know sort of how bad his injury is, but sort of while we find out, um, would you just like to carry on playing a few pre-season games and stuff like that? I said, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not sort of uh, contracted to anyone. I'm not signed anywhere. Um I was I was doing pre-season at Chelsea uh, at the time with their with their loan group, so I was still fit and in good shape, and and it just sort of went on from there, really. Just sort of played the rest of the pre-season games, um, and then sort of came down to the start of the season, and does uh, Gaffer said that um, we'll initially sign you on a, a three-month deal, see how you do, um, and just take it from there, and then gradually it just went on. I sort of signed a three-month deal, and then deal to the end of the season and then deal for another year and then sort of been offered another deal um, now that I'm just sort of waiting to sort out with the club and, and sort of here we are at the minute really. Well, that's, that's excellent. I mean, obviously you you knew the club before. You know why it would have taken certain supporters like me a little while to forgive you for um, <laughs> <laughs> your, yeah. your viral <laughs> sensation um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, it. Was always quite. A, I suppose it's one of them you can sort of have a laugh and a joke about now that sort of have become sort of a certain player rather than playing sort of four or five games. It was still probably a bit of a touchy subject, but now it's um, no, it's nice. You know, um, you can have a laugh and a joke about it, and uh, yeah, it's good. I still feel like I um, maybe owed a club a goal, which uh, I can't promise, <laughs> but I'll do my best for one. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I, li- I like to think we've we've sort of how I've done this season. I'm I'm working my way back into the good books of the fans and. Uh, and yeah, maybe if a goal doesn't come, more clean sheets will have to do for now. Yeah, well, my nephew knows I hold a grudge. And even after the Wrexham game where you did that double save towards the end, he turned around and said, 
Even yeah. you, even you have got to stop now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, does it uh, does it ever come up in training? Do you ever sort of say, well, of course, I have. I, of the two goalkeepers here, I'm the only one that scored against the other. Have you have you no, bring that up every no, now and then? No. no, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. It was um, no, like, like I say, I can't, I can't say I meant the goal or anything like that. It was just a, one of them three goals that that happened and you sort of claim like you meant it but deep down obviously I know I didn't um, but no it was it was one of them it's just it's just a good laugh ever about it now if it ever yeah. comes up but um, very rarely nowadays so no it's alright it must have been strange the, the sort of days afterwards where it was like I was just obviously googled it a little bit and it's still coming up on the Daily Mirror websites and all, loads of national newspapers it got to and it must yeah. be a bit odd to have that attention um, for playing for a Hemel at the time yeah it was a little bit of like your yeah, um, little bit of I wish you call it like fifteen minutes of fame, but it was it was good, you know. It was it was a nice thing for the club at the time, and obviously it was it was a goal that sort of tried to keep our season alive a little bit because we was pushing for the playoffs and stuff. And personally, for me, it got a little bit of attention and sort of got my name out there a little bit. But um, you know, I mean, I don't you don't sort of just want to be known for a goalkeeper that scored a goal in the ninety third minute from his own box. It was. I'd rather know people sort of know me for just being a good goalkeeper and and now for being a Sutton player and 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 hopefully seeing what we can achieve this year and then people might remember me for that, you know. Well, absolutely, I'm sure they will. I mean, all joking aside, your performance has been, been brilliant. The, he's added something really extra to to the team with the way you you, you play the ball. You got your ball at your feet and people are happy to play it back to you. Um, and it's obviously been mentioned quite a few places. So, yeah, people are really, really sporting you. It's um, it's a strange situation to well-liked goalkeepers at the club. I know obviously Ross is still coming back. But it's just strange because normally you wouldn't have that kind of dynamic at the club. No, 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 no. It, it, it's for, for a non-league side, it's, it's, it's not that common. Um, but obviously it, it only helps with, with competition and stuff like that. And it keeps keeps your standards high. Um like I say for myself, um, I, I just concentrate on what I'm doing really. Um, I'm enjoying my football, um, and, and that for me, that's the main thing. And then the fact we're doing well with it just um, just makes it even better, you know. So hopefully, as a team as well, we can keep doing well. And, and you know what I mean. You, you don't want to sort of just have a good season and, and nothing come of it. We obviously personally, but as a team as well, we want to give it a good go and, and see what we can do, you know. Um, but yeah, that, like with regards to um, to the way I play and stuff, it's it's not it's not everyone's cup of tea. But um, for for myself, for for my stature, for my build, I have to stand out in different ways. You know, being five foot eleven, um, I'm never going to be six foot four. But I make up for it in other areas with my agility, with my speed, with uh, my starting positions, and like reading through balls and being very comfortable on the ball um it's just something I've always I've always been having formerly been a player when I was sort of till I was about 14 um uh and and it's just come from that really um and like I said I think it just adds a different dimension to the team as well as um being a, being a strength of mine you know just so that we uh we, we have different options and and stuff like that that even if we are in a little bit of trouble like I say I enjoy always the getting the ball back to me and starting attacks off and uh, and just playing like that and, and like I say I have to uh, I have to refine my skills I have to I have to work hard on them because like I say most managers look at you straight away and say oh he's, he's not big enough to be a goalkeeper <laughs> but I've always tried to defy that um, that mentality of, of managers saying things like that and 
fortunately with a gaffer that he's he's not bothered about size. He's just like sort of if you if you're uh, how do I put it? If you're good enough, you're big enough, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah, you say you're working on things. I mean, it was uh, mentioned and noticed by a few people a few weeks ago when our game was off and Sutton Common Rovers was at home mm. and you were, oh, you, yeah. you, you were down there training. Mm. A few people mentioned that it's like, hang on, a weekend off and he's still here training at the ground. Is, is that something you often do? Yeah, I, I do. I, I work hard with what I do. Um, I sort of, I'm sort of generally, if, if you ask the boys, I'm always the last one to leave training. Um and then any any time I can come in and do an extra session, I do. Like I, I train in uh, on on Friday as well um, with Seb. Um, and it, it's just something where I'm in a position where I'm 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 not working uh, playing for Sutton is effectively my full time job. But I'm fortunately that I can come in and train every day and work hard and and improve. You know where I'm still at a reasonable age. I'm only 25. I'd like to think I'm nowhere near my peak, um, and that I can keep on improving and. And where obviously, like we, I think I think that helps is that the the harder you work, is that you better better your performances will be. And and like I say, I was I was a bit unfortunate to um to have an injury where I ended up missing sort of two league games, two cup games, and I was out for six weeks. But where I worked hard on during that time before and whilst I was injured, it, it allowed me to get back quickly and straight back in at a, at a good level. You know where I didn't feel like I'd been out too long and came straight back into the team like I hadn't been out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, my memory is terrible. I'm, I'm really bad for remembering games and stuff. But I was mm-hmm. just going to mention, what's the penalties like? Uh, how are you with penalties? Because um, obviously it could become vital towards the end of the season. Um, I say I think we've given away quite a few this year. I think maybe I'm guessing we've given away about seven or I'd say maybe seven I'm going to go with. Um, saved one up at Geisley. Um which was good uh, at an important time. Um, I think we scored maybe four or five, one at the bar. I think that was maybe Halifax. Um, but yeah, always confident with uh, with that. I always, to be honest, in general, I'm confident that like, I sort of going into games is that I don't feel like anyone's going to beat me. I think I just have to have that mentality where nothing's getting past me today. And, and it's sort of the same with, with penalties, you know what I mean? So... Any anyone steps up against me, I always fancy myself to save it, regardless of who it is. Um, and I think you just have to have that confidence, and and then step up, and and then you've got to deliver, you know. And uh, yeah, well, like I say, I don't think you can ever guarantee to save penalties, but if you can sort of save a few a season, and then take it from there, and then if you can get any in a shootout, you know, you've done well. Yeah, absolutely. But that that mentality you're talking about, that seems to run through the team this season. Um, this we're not going to be beaten, and it's a personal affront really to to just to be that goal behind. I mean, we've had so many late goals scored for us. Mm. Is that some? How does that come about? Is it just belief? Is um, it? Like, I, th- I think there's I think there's a few factors with it. The fact we've got an experienced dressing room helps. Um, we've got a lot of leaders, big characters in the squad, which sort of won't accept anything other than giving everything we've got. And to be honest, after the Maidstone game, there was there was a few people shouting and screaming and, and saying this ain't good enough because that was a one sort of a one-off rare performance that just wasn't good enough for us. And 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 that won't happen again um, because you, you see the characters we've got that thinking we can't accept that. We've had such good levels all season. All right, we're going to have, like I say, one game blip, which we, we've got through and now 
just got to get back onto it. Um, but I think it's just the desire to uh, desire not to concede, the, the desire to score goals, desire just to win. And I think we've got that in abundance. That we've got people that put their bodies on the in, on the line to stop goals going in, and and the same at the other end. You've got to be brave and and take the chances. And if you know, I mean, we we'd be over the moon if we won every game one nil. Um, it's it, we're not bothered like say about winning four or five. You just want to. First of all, not concede, then worry about if you can score at the other end, you know. And, and I think that, that where we had sort of maybe only conceded one goal in the last four games, it's, it's, it's stood us in good stead. And sort of we always fancy ourselves, if we're right in there, that we can always score at some point during the game, whether that's the first minute or the last. It's always important to stay in the game. And, and I think that's what we do well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's been amazing all all so far this season. Um I mean I think the Maystone game was the first in 2018 that we've lost. So yeah. whilst obviously everyone was disappointed, I think um generally on the forum, I don't know if you read it, most people are like, okay, it's the uh, same as yourself. Yeah, couldn't have <laughs> obviously don't want it to happen, but it's happened. Mm-hmm. Let's all move on to the next game. And there, I believe the, the the phrase that's been used a few times, there will be a reaction against Chester. Um, yeah. So, what are your feelings on that game? What? what... Yeah, of course, of course, there will be. Like you say, whenever we've we get constantly reminded that whenever we've lost the game, we we always react, and and that's important. You know, you can't dwell on it. Um, we've been we were on a fantastic run, and now we just got to start another one. Um, Chester again, another team that were playing down the bottom, but fighting for their lives. So it's. It, they're not easy games at all. You look at it on the league table or form. Maybe it might be, but on the day, we, we know it's not going to be an easy one. And, and if we go into it with the same mentality as Mace, then it, we'll have the same outcome. So we're going to make sure that doesn't happen um, and just be, be switched on to it the whole way um, before the game, during the game. And and just making sure that we, um, as long as we're on it, we know we'll get a result. But it's just that mental attitude of going into it we're in the right frame of mind. Um, and uh, like you say, you pick up... Um, uh, pick yourselves up and get on with it after a Maidstone sort of where they it was a bit of a nothing game they score a goal through a deflection and it, it was one of them you, you forget about it you move on and, and that's what we're going to do coming up to Chester Excellent and obviously non-league's notorious for the fans behind the goal mm-hmm. you have a little nice little bit of joking and uh, fun with them is there any uh, particular standout moments you remember good goodness um, well obviously generally obviously it's always the away fans behind me um so it's it's quite funny where sort of at the mostly they're they're quite close to you. So you generally quite you hear most things that they say. Um, and to be honest, yeah, generally I, I I do have a chuckle every now and again, which I've got to make sure I don't because obviously I still stay concentrating. But I think you just you, you enjoy that factor of like fans that you have a little bit of a laugh with them, but at the same time you're concentrating on what you're doing. Um, and there's been some fans that are like you have a laugh and a joke, and then there's obviously some fans that give you a lot of grief. But to be honest, I enjoy that. Um, I enjoy that. It, it it just makes me makes me uh, feel like I, I'm I'm going to make sure I don't let your team score, so you don't have anything to celebrate, you know. And and I I just the, the more abuse I get, I think the more I enjoy it. And uh, yeah, so it, it doesn't faze me at all. It's, it's, it's something that um, you have a laugh with. And, and, and like I say, I, I get something out of it because it sort of it spurs me on, you know, and it almost keeps me switched on in the game that I don't just let myself switch off and and I stay involved. And, and yeah, that's, that's it, really. <laughs> you, you ought to embrace it. If you let them get to you, you've got no chance. Absolutely. So, uh, 
no, uh, yeah, you got you got to take it all in your stride and uh, yeah, and just not let it affect you, you know. So it's all good, yeah. Okay, and the, the thing I've got circled here that I really have to ask the the, ja- the Jamie Butler twirl. <laughs> I, I don't know. A couple of people have said that to me, and I, I thought it was quite obvious, but obviously it's not. Um, it's just I, I know if anyone's behind me or not. Oh, right. Simple as that. It's it's not a tr- not anything silly or anything. It's just as simple as that. It's just so just because you know every now and again you see sometimes the keeper puts a ball on the floor and there's a striker standing behind them. Um, happens very rarely, but you never know because I'd always rather put a ball on the floor and kick it rather than out my hands. So. I always have a little look yeah. behind me, and uh, and yeah, that's why I do it. And there's all these people thinking it's some kind of superstition. <laughs> no, exactly. I wish I could say it was a bit, something a bit more exciting, but no, it's, it's just simply just I just seeing if there's anyone behind me. That's it. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even say anything else. It's as simple as that. And it was me hoping you would say, "What twirl? What are you on about?" <laughs> I didn't even notice I did. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Um, I know I do it. That's the thing. So. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go. Thank you very, very much. Um, best of luck for tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Um, Saturday, sorry, and the, the rest of the rallying. I, I don't want it to go to penalties, but I'm confident if anything does that we, we've we've got you there to to stop everything. Um, <laughs> do you? <clears throat> Do you have a secret um, preference, um, nabbing the title or a trip to Wembley? Of course we want to win the title. <laughs> um, that's the main thing. Of course you do. Um, you always want to go up as champions. Um, you know what I mean? Sort of to say you've won the league is a big statement. Um, obviously in the playoffs, it's a bit of a lottery. It's sort of anyone on their day can uh, can can have a good performance. So, um, no, definitely want to win the title. Yeah, um, we um, we've got some tricky games left, like your files, all the shots, Bromleys, and then we have got the tricky ones at the bottom, like your Chester's as well. So we haven't got the easiest of run-ins, but I don't think you could say anyone's got an easy run-in um, based on how the league is at the minute. Um, so no, um, but if you, yeah, hundred percent want to win the title. Um, Obviously, ultimately, you want the trip to Wembley, but you'd right. I'd save that for saying that. Yeah, we won the title um, all day long. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Thank you very, very much, Jamie, and I'll see you on Saturday. Brilliant, Mike. No problem, mate. Thank you for that. Thank you to both Jamie and Dan for their time. I really, really do appreciate it. Same goes for all the artists who allow me to use their work in the show. Please support them if you can, if you enjoyed any of the tracks. That's pretty much it for this week. And I'm looking forward to a boring double 1-0 win against Chester. Hopefully, we'll see you there. Playing Us Out is a group called Stables, and it's their single called Worry. You can follow them on Twitter, which is at Stables Music. Thank you for listening, and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
a warrior. You can be a warrior. Don't grow up with grace. There's no such thing as lost years. Generally, I'm happy, but some days I forget. Fill your years with secrets, memories and cheap tricks. Don't give in to riches; they only make you deeper. And tell them not to worry. You can run our race. Yeah. Take them to a movie. You cannot resist it. You can be a warrior. Network.